1: What if I told you imaginary friends are real? This is just so exciting. This Friday. Get ready for the movie event with the greatest cast you've ever imagined. Showtime. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, George Clooney, Maya Rudolph, Bradley Cooper, Sebastian Maniscalco, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Aquafina, Keegan-Michael Key, and Steve Carell. I need to throw up or I need a snack. It's one of the two. Gross. If. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Written and directed by John Krasinski. You're listening to Comedy Central. By now, you've all heard about how school systems across the US are banning critical race theory. And if you're still not sure what critical race theory is, don't worry, neither are the people banning it. Now, (laughs) the state of Florida has announced that it's officially begun its purge of all things CRT, but some of the targets have taken people by surprise.
0: The Florida Department of Education is making waves after rejecting 41% of submitted math textbooks because of touchy and prohibited subjects. The state says more than 50 of those books include references to critical race theory, among other things like Common Core, and therefore are prohibited under the new standards. CRT teachings, they were banned from Florida's classrooms last year. Orange County Classroom Teachers Association President Wendy Dormol says she's baffled. I can't imagine what is in a math textbook
1: that would indoctrinate a child. I'd really love to see some of these rejected books and see what they highlighted. Yeah, so would I. <laughs> because, I mean, this, this makes no... Florida is banning math textbooks because the state says that they teach critical race theory. And I'll, I'll be honest, I don't even understand how that works. I don't. Like, I get finding critical race theory in history books or or social studies, but math, how? How? Well, think about it, Trevor. Algebra is just a bunch of numbers that rejected their slave names and now go by X. (laughs) How? Yeah, Trevor, also numbers can be very triggering for white people. Think about it. Whenever a black man dunks on a white man, what's on his shirt? (laughs) That's right, numbers. And don't get me started on the violence inherent in math. I'll never forget the day seven, eight, nine. <laughs> Scarred me for life. I'll be honest, man. I, I don't know what Florida is trying to do here. You know? But any sane person can agree. This is getting out of control. I mean, it was bad before, but this is getting out of control because now it just feels like the state sees critical race theory everywhere. In everything, you know, it's almost like a, like a hypochondriac. It's just like, this milkshake is critical race theory. <laughs> what, yeah, look, it's trying to tell us that the white part is keeping the brown man down. <laughs> well, maybe the chocolate just needs to work harder. <laughs> maybe you need to relax, my man. Also, think about this, let's, let's, let's play with the logic. If they were trying to sneak CRT into the schools, why would they do it with math? Math textbooks would be the worst place to do it. Because who remembers anything they learned in math, huh? huh? Do you remember how to use a hypotenuse, huh? Do you? If I said nobody leaves the studio, no one, until you show me how hypotenuse works. We're dying here, people. We're all dead, they're just gonna find corpses. Nobody remembers math from school, nobody. Even Liam Neeson, his particular set of skills did not include hypotenuse. He's like, I will find you and I will kill you. They're like, well, first you have to solve a math problem. Ah, ah, it's fine. I'll find another daughter. You know, I actually wish, I actually wish there was CRT in math textbooks. I actually do. Yeah, because then we could have solved racism by now just by cheating and going to the back of the book with all the answers in it, you know? Just be at the back and be like, what is a black Batman? Oh my God, why didn't I think of that? All right, but let's move on from that madness in Florida to something that's affecting all of us, inflation. Thanks to inflation, practically every company is raising their prices right now. Yeah, for instance, here in New York, a lot of dollar pizza places are now charging $1.25. <laughs> yeah, no, no, And you, you, you think it's minor, but it's actually a nightmare, because now you either have to carry around an extra quarter with you, <laughs> or you gotta give the guy $2, and now you're carrying around three quarters all day. What am I supposed to do with that, huh? Do you see slot machines out of the streets of New York, huh? You're (laughs) killing me. But everyone's raising prices, everyone, even Amazon. They just announced that they're charging an extra 5% inflation fee to its merchants, who will presumably pass that extra cost on to the customers, which, I'm sorry, people, is bullshit, right? Because Amazon made $33 billion in profit last year. If there's any company that can do just a little to absorb the cost of inflation, it's them. You know, Amazon, if you're trying to save money, next time I buy a toothbrush, Maybe don't package it in a cardboard box the size of a minivan, huh? <laughs> Maybe, some, you can say something. You seen the size of the box, man? Like a giant box or a tiny thing, now I've got to take time off to fold it, put it in my recycling, and I'm sad because I thought someone bought me a car. <laughs> <laughs> now, now get this, according to a new report, and this is really sinister, man, some companies aren't just raising prices to keep up with inflation, no. These slick assholes are using inflation as an excuse to gouge their customers and make even more profits than before. Because you see, they know they can get away with it right now. Think about it, a year ago, if you saw that the price of something shot up out of nowhere, you'd get mad at the company. But now, when you're paying $100 for detergent, you just think it's inflation and you curse Joe Biden. It's brilliant, it's brilliant. (laughs) And here's how you know, here's how you know that companies don't have to raise their prices. They don't have to because one company is refusing to and they're still getting rich.
0: You go to the supermarket, you look just around and you know that nearly all products are getting more expensive, except Arizona iced tea. The beverage is staying 99 cents a bottle regardless of the rising inflation costs. The company's founder and chairman says he is not budging on price On principle. The company is privately owned. The owner is absorbing the higher Mm -hmm. costs of everything, including the aluminum that the can, uh, that the the iced tea is in, and they're making Mm -hmm. cuts in other areas. Don Voltaggio, Arizona's 70-year-old founder and chairman, told the Los Angeles Times, quote, I don't want to do what the bread guys and the gas guys and everybody else are doing. Consumers don't need another price increase from a guy like me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You see, you don't have to squeeze every last dollar out of your customers. This guy's keeping his product 99 cents despite inflation and he even puts it on the can so that the store can't mark it up. Yeah, as opposed to Florida iced tea, which does not put its price on the can (laughs) because those numbers are critical race theory. (laughs) And you know, like, it's so rare to see a company that's just like, you know what? We make enough money. Yeah, we don't need our customers to suffer. I bet Snapple could do that too if they didn't waste so much money researching those dumb facts. I guys, <laughs> I'm here to fill my body with a month's worth of sugar, not to learn. <laughs> don't put information on the inside. I got a sugar hire. <laughs> and let me tell you something. If this Arizona iced tea company can do this, then a company like Amazon has no excuse. Yeah, in fact, you know what I think? You know what I think? I think we should all boycott Amazon. Yeah, and only order, only order like three things a day instead of five. Yeah, make them feel the pain. And obviously if you need something, if you need something, you should still order it. I mean, no matter what, like, no, I mean, there's no need to run out of like bubble bath bombs, that goes without saying. But aside from that total boycott of more than three things per day, yeah. I should put activist in my bio. like train, plane, or dong-shaped spaceship, there's one thing you needed to have. One, a ticket, obviously, and two, you needed to wear a mask. Well, yesterday, a federal judge decided that it's time to take our masks
0: off. This morning, a sight we haven't seen in more than a year. Travelers maskless on planes and walking through airports after a major reversal. A federal judge in Florida striking down the mask mandate on public transportation. The Biden administration saying masks are no longer required on planes, trains, buses and transportation hubs. Now United, American, Delta, Southwest, JetBlue and Alaska Airlines confirming they will no longer make passengers mask up.
1: It's fantastic. Queens, we are the champions. Played on loop from behind the Sacramento International Airport's Southwest ticketing counter today, and you can see some staff still choosing to wear a face covering. Others did not. I love it. I like seeing everybody's face. You forget what people look like. Aww. Yo, I'm actually so happy for that lady, you know? Yeah, but, but I will say, if you forget what your friends and family look like in the time that you're at the airport, <laughs> you need to get that checked, yeah. Or you're spending too much time at the airport. What are you doing? Oh, another delay? Whoa, who are you? <laughs> but that's right, people. As of yesterday, masks are no longer required on flights in America, and not just flights. Amtrak has said, you don't have to wear masks on its trains, right? Uber has announced that you don't have to wear masks in their cars, but you do still have to smile politely when the driver tells you what he thinks about politics. And (laughs) various cities have said, you no longer have to wear masks on their subways or their buses, right? Although here in New York, the MTA is standing firm. They've said, you still have to wear a mask on the New York City subway. Yeah, which has nothing to do with COVID. It's just an extra layer of protection for when you fall asleep and you wake up to find a stranger licking you. (laughs) Very common on the F train. <laughs> but from now on, when you travel in most places, masks are optional, which a lot of people are happy about, all right? Which makes sense, because let's be honest, people traveling with masks sucks, Right, Your face gets sweaty, right? You can't pretend it's somebody else's breath that stinks. <laughs> eh? It always feels like someone's using a tiny dull saw on the back of your ears just to cut them off. There's a lot of reasons to not like masks is what I'm saying. But what a lot of people are unhappy about is how and when this rule was changed. You see, when they first put in the mask mandate, right, when they first put it in place, they told us when the change would go into effect so people could prepare. But for some reason, this rule change happened in the middle of people's flights. A mid-flight announcement
0: for travelers
1: across the country tonight.
0: Cheers up in the air as airline crews got word that the national mask mandate was struck down. Flight attendants on one Southwest flight collecting the masks from people excited to ditch them. Mask now optional for employees, customers, way to White House. no longer enforce the federal mandate, requiring masks in all U.S. airports and onboard aircraft.
1: I have so many questions. First of all, why are people cheering like that? People are cheering like they just said you can take two bags of chips instead of one. What? Hell yeah! I'm glad I paid another $300 for economy, plus. yeah! And also that flight attendant who was singing, what was that? It was like the worst version of The Lion King. No, no, no going to put your musk in here. <laughs> that celebration looked like Mardi Gras in the sky and all types of people were celebrating. Black, wild, old, young, everyone. Actually, if you zoom in on that picture, you can e- wait, 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 just zoom in a little bit more. A little closer. Now, enhance, enhance? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone was celebrating. It's a big deal. So, yes, many people were celebrating on planes. You know, they were happy about the mask change, but many other passengers were silently pissed off, which I totally get. Because, look, I don't care what you think of masks, you have to admit it is insane to change a safety rule in the middle of a flight, people. Just as a general rule, nothing should change mid-flight ever. (laughs) Nothing. I don't want the course changing, all right? I don't want the cabin pressure changing. I definitely don't want my seat changing. Yeah, so that you can sit next to your wife. Look, man, you're smothering her, Alan, okay? (laughs) She booked separate seats for a reason. Read the signs. (laughs) This is why your marriage is in trouble. The point is, (laughs) did you get sad for a fake Alan? One of you was like, "Oh, Alan. <laughs> Look, Matt, the point is, a lot of people only booked that flight in the first place because they felt safe knowing that everyone had to wear masks, okay? You can't just flip that while people are already on the plane. You gotta give people a chance to decide if this is something they want to do. It's crazy, you know? Like, you can't, you, like, it's a safety. This would be like if a roller coaster decided to change its safety policies when you were already on the ride. <laughs> Uh, attention passengers, a judge has ruled that we no longer need the safety bars. Oh, 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 Enjoy your ride. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy! 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 <brand singing> <laughs> Uh, uh. That was a true story. <laughs> so look, if you were angry that the rule changed mid-flight, I think you have every right to be, all right? We wore masks for what? Two years on planes. I think people could have waited one more day, one more day. and you know, people were acting like they were suffocating in their seats. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, I'll have a Coke, please. <laughs> Now, because masks in America have somehow turned into a political battle, a lot of people weren't just angry at the judge who made this ruling or at the airlines who instantly allowed the change. No, a lot of people online are angry at the flight attendants and at the pilots who were celebrating the change. But look, I don't agree with it, and I'll tell you why. People forget that flight attendants weren't just happy about the masks coming off because of politics. No, a lot of them were happy because of the way people react to masks. And the fact that it has turned their everyday lives basically into UFC.
0: Fights over wearing a mask on a plane have overwhelmingly made up the number of unruly passengers on flights. Thousands since the start of the pandemic. Stay there, man. Stay
1: Two years of that. I don't even know what was going on. Like, are those people's masks made of cocaine? What was going on there? (laughs) You know, it's actually amazing that humans can invent jet airplanes to fly around the planet, you know, but then inside those technological marvels, we're just wild animals. You know, because nobody, nobody should be acting that way over a mask. The only time it's appropriate to have that level of emotion on a flight is if the plane is crashing, (laughs) right? Or if the in-flight entertainment is stuck on Morbius. I mean, then. (laughs) Ah, then you can throw punches. You throw those punches. But as for the flight attendants, they already have to deal with so much shit. I get why they are happy. Think of all the other things they have to do, huh? They're doing overhead Tetris without giant bags. And they're helping parents with screaming kids. They're giving people bath bags and they have to collect the bath bags back. Yeah, so forgive them if they're happy that they no longer have to be the bouncers of the sky, okay? They're humans. And here's what I think people need to understand about this. When it comes to wearing masks, Not everyone is having the same experience that you are. Remember that. Yeah, you hate the mask because it makes you break out. Someone else likes the mask because they're immunocompromised and acne is the least of their problems. And some people don't really care. Yeah, so they'll wear it if they have to and they won't if they don't. That's the truth. And I'm just saying, I can see this from everyone's side, from masker's side, from anti-masker's side, even COVID's side, you know? Yeah, no, no, if you you wanna infect people, that's your truth, that's your truth. Because I can understand why people are happy that they no longer have to spend a six hour flight feeling like a broke ass bane. And I also get why people want to keep wearing masks. My hope is that we can get to a point where we're not villainizing each other over a tiny piece of cloth. What are we doing? Huh? It's not sustainable for people to have so much hate for each other like this. Oh, I hate you wearing the mask, take it off. I hate you, I hate you, no. No one had power to change what the airlines did. No one had power to do what the judge did. We're not those people. You know, we should be saving our anger for the real enemy. All those people who think that a tuna sandwich is appropriate to eat on a plane. (laughs) That's who we fight, together. (laughs) N95 is not gonna save you from that.
0: Podcast on the iHeartRadio app,
1: Apple Podcasts, or
0: wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Netflix. Today, the streaming giants saw their shares drop lower than your grandma when they play September at a wedding. (laughs) And when you're a company worth $150 billion with 200 million subscribers, your crash makes everyone panic.
0: Shares of streaming giant Netflix cratering after the company reported losing subscribers for the first time in more than a decade. That stock is losing about a quarter of its value in pre-market trading. It was already down more than 40% year to date.
1: Netflix saying more than 200,000 subscribers left the service in the first three months of the year. Now observers are asking if viewers will have to binge watch their favorite Netflix show with ads in between. It's something CEO Reed Hastings hasn't ruled out. Allowing consumers who would like to have a lower price and are advertising tolerant, um, get what they want, makes a lot of sense. Damn, Netflix is in trouble, which is so surprising because me and the 43 people I share my account with, we're still watching it all the time. We watch all the time. Like, I thought they were doing well. And, and you know how you know Netflix is in trouble? is because they're even considering ads. Yeah. They're gonna have like a separate ad section of Netflix if you don't wanna pay the full thing. Gonna, and you realize for years, Netflix has hated ads. Yeah, the idea of, they treated ads the same way French people treat everything. <laughs> yeah, It's just like, oh, what are you breathing? Oxygen? <laughs> uh, what a loser, where do you live? On earth? <laughs> you're not living. <laughs> now, now. There are many reasons why Netflix subscriptions are down. Right? Password sharing, uh, inflation, uh, Regé-Jean Page leaving Bridgerton, yeah? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry, you want us to pay 15 bucks a month without that ass? I don't think so. I don't think so. $12.99 at best. And now Netflix executives are being forced to consider multiple options. Only problem is knowing Netflix, they're just gonna scroll through those options for like 45 minutes before <laughs> they give up and just put on Seinfeld. <laughs> you know, if you ask me, if you ask me, there's no reason to panic, right? There always, people like to panic, stock market this, stock but remember, this was always bound to happen. right? remember the Netflix reason, the reason Netflix became Netflix in the first place is because it was the only thing out there. But now there are tons of streaming services. People wanna know, is this the one that's worth my money? You know, does it have the widest variety of options? Like, what if someone's looking for the Champions League and Picard and 1883, plus Rugrats and Paw Patrol for the kids? I mean, only Paramount Plus has that full range and quality. And most importantly, they keep me employed. So that seems like a pretty good deal to me. Yeah. Look, Matt, the point is, the point is, the king of streaming is struggling right now. And I really hope that they make it through. I honestly do. I like Netflix, because without Netflix, there's no Netflix and chill and that would be a disaster. We need the pretense of watching Netflix for six minutes before we start the sex. (laughs) Yeah, otherwise, what are you gonna text people? Do you want to come over for sex? How would that even work? (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let's make like a retired dentist and move to Florida. As you know, America's flaccid penis recently passed (laughs) the don't say gay law. You covered your face like you've never seen. You've seen that. You're like, ah, that's the first time you've looked at it before and you said it was flaccid. (laughs) So they passed the don't say gay law, which puts limits on how schools can talk about sex and gender issues. And this has upset a lot of people, including the folks at the Walt Disney Company, because so many of their creative staff are LGBTQ. Yeah. if you're surprised, how can you be surprised? Like, what do you think? Why do you think Disney's always killing off straight parents? They hate breeders, (laughs) think about it. It's a conspiracy. (laughs) So Disney denounced the bill. And then Florida governor, Ron DeSantis, he denounced Disney. And now the feud is escalating even further.
0: The feud between Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and Disney is growing. Yesterday, he asked the state legislature to repeal a 1967 law allowing Disney to operate a private government for its properties in the state, including
1: Disney World. Disney's special self-governance, which covers 40 square miles, allows the company to provide many of its own services, like fire departments, road construction, and building and zoning. The
0: move could leave Disney on the hook for millions of dollars a year in local taxes and with less autonomy over its property.
1: This state is governed by the interests of the people of the state of Florida. It is not based on the demands of California corporate executives. Oh, yes, DeSantis, so sassy. Look at you with your one hand, huh? Doing like a little one-hand Trump. We're not gonna be told what to do. Not at all. Mm-mm. Uh. But yeah, the governor of Florida is using the power of the government. Listen to me now. He's using the power of the government to punish Disney because they don't agree with his politics. Yeah. And can we can we just admit that most Republicans are not even Republicans anymore? All right, Because for like A hundred years, the whole thing has been that there's nothing worse than the government telling businesses what to do. And now they're gonna use the law to punish corporations for their opinions? All because they think that Disney's gotten too woke? Yeah? And Minnie's had a few abortions the past few years? (laughs) Sorry, was I, oh, she told me that in confidence. I'm, (laughs) Mickey didn't know, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I mean, I I thought corporations were people, or in Disney's case, rodents, the size of people. And it's especially (laughs) weird to hear these Republicans now saying, corporations are getting too many special deals. We need to have stiffer regulations and make them pay more taxes, more taxes. That's what Ron DeSantis is saying now for a corporation. So basically, conservatives are so freaked out about wokeness that it's turning them into liberals. (laughs) Yeah, it is. In fact, in fact. If you think about it, if liberals, if liberals are smart, they should start harnessing this and like hyping up oil companies, you know? Yeah, AOC should just come out and be like, ExxonMobil Mobil is such a good ally. They support Black Lives Matter. They always use people's preferred pronouns. And then all of a sudden Republicans will be like, what, destroy Exxon, tear them down, cover them with solar panels. We gotta end this wokeness. Now, I will say this, I will say this. Ron DeSantis aside, aside, I do think it's a little weird that Disney gets all these special perks where it's basically its own country. Do you understand how crazy that is? Like, I never knew that they were allowed to run their own government, basically, you know? The only thing I did know is that they have their own jail. Yeah. No, I I, I didn't know, and this, this is true. In Disney World, if you get in trouble, they have a little jail that they hold you in until they sort out the issue. Yeah, it's their own jurisdiction, they own everything. I've actually been in there, but it was only because I jumped <laughs> off the ride in the middle, like in the Africa part of It's a Small World. I thought I saw some of my friends. <laughs> it was a misunderstanding, <laughs> it could have happened to anyone. <laughs> I think, like so people are like, ah, si And then I jumped and there's a whole thing. <laughs> but still man, it's pretty ballsy of this anxious to pick a fight with Mickey Mouse. Mickey is one of Florida's largest employers and he never turns the other cheek. Oh boy. Ron DeSantis claims to be a conservative, but right now he's acting like a liberal bitch. He's raising taxes on a beloved Florida corporation. Say hello to $50 turkey legs. He's using big government to silence our small family business. I guess it's a socialist world after all. You didn't hear this from me, when Ron DeSantis went into the haunted mansion, this loser straight up shit himself, no joke. He got so scared from a children's ride, he made a big old dookie, ride right his pants, huh? Ron DeSantis is the dumbest mother f- I know, and I'm friends with a guy named Dopey. Ron DeSantis, wrong for Florida, wrong for America, pooped his pants. I'm Mickey Mouse, and I'll cut a bitch. Wow. <laughs> Mickey does not play around. As you know, as you know, (laughs) not know. (laughs) There are now more streaming services than hot takes about Elon Musk, right? There's everything, there's there's Netflix, there's Hulu, there's Paramount Plus, there's HBO Max, there's Paramount Plus, and of course, everyone's favorite, Paramount Plus. (laughs) And so, last month, seeing the gap in the market, CNN launched its own streaming service called CNN Plus. And this was a big deal. In fact, they said it would be the future of news. And if that's the case, the future's looking bleak. Less than a month after launching, CNN Plus announced today the streaming service is shutting down. It launched March 29th. Warner Brothers' Discovery Networks made that decision, though, saying it was about quality and, quote, customers will be best served with a simpler streaming choice. Last week, CNBC reported that the streaming service had less than 10,000 views a day. About $300
0: million has been invested so far in CNN+. The plan, according to my sources,
1: was to put a billion dollars into it over the course of four years, hoping to hit profit after four years. Wow, did they say that less than 10,000 views a day? <laughs> you could have just been on TikTok wild. CNN Plus was such a disaster, they'll have to send Anderson Cooper to cover it in a tight black (laughs) t-shirt. This is so insane. The craziest part of the story is that they said they spent $300 million on this thing. $300 million. What did you do with that? Did you, like, clone Wolf Blitzer or something? (laughs) No, because if you did that, I'd actually watch that show. Yeah, I would. (laughs) I've got breaking news. No, I've got Knows. Oh! But, but you want to know what the worst part about the CNN Plus thing is? It's that I can't make jokes about all the shows on it because nobody knows what they are. Yeah, it's not fair. It's not like you're going to understand a joke about the CNN Plus show Jake Tapper's Book Club because you don't even know if that's a real show. But it is, or is it? <laughs> no, I'm kidding, it's fake, it's fake. Ah, you believe me, it's actually real. You see, you don't know. That's my you don't know. It is a real show, oh, it was a real show. All right, but let's move on to a different spectacular disaster, Rudy Giuliani. Former aide to Donald Trump and lawyer who makes all his clients look innocent in comparison. Since his role in the attempt to overthrow the 2020 election, Giuliani has largely disappeared from public view, like a snail retreating into its shell, but way more disgusting. (laughs) And if there's one thing America loves, it's a big comeback. And last night, Rudy got his. A little bit of controversy on the mass singer last night. Personal lawyer to former President Donald Trump and former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani popped out of a giant rooster suit while singing a rendition of Bad to the Bone. She could tell them right away, but I'm banned to the bone. But as he revealed himself, this is what happened. Judge Ken Jeong stormed off the stage, apparently didn't like it, saying, I'm done. Yeah, Rudy Giuliani just got voted off the masked singer, which means he's about to spend the next five years claiming that he actually won the masked singer. <laughs> and I guess history, history was made last night because for the first time in the masked singer's history, the contestant took off their mask and everyone was like, no, no, put it back on. Put it back on. Put it on. We don't want to guess. Put it back on. It's also weird how Rudy has the time to be on a game show. But he's <laughs> too busy to testify in front of Congress. Like maybe they should have just tricked him, right? Congress should have just like made it seem like it was the mass singer, combined the whole thing, <laughs> pop him in the giant costume, and then sit him in front of the January 6th committee. Just do it. The game show America needs. Bernie Sanders would be sitting there like, "Oh, based on his other disregard for democracy, I'm gonna <laughs> guess the rooster is Rudy Giuliani." Let's take <laughs> up the mask and see. See who we're dice. It was him. I told you it was him. I could see the the melting through the mask. I could see it. Before we go, nearly 4,000 homes have been destroyed. And more than 40,000 people have been displaced by the floods and the mudslides happening in South Africa. Now, Gift of the Givers is a South African-based disaster relief organization that are on the ground helping those people who are affected by the floods. So, if you wanna help them in the work that they're doing to act fast and to save lives, then please donate at the link below. Anything you can give will help.